This is Jamila Blue from Conscious Michiana. Our purpose is to connect Michiana to holistic practitioners and mind-body-spirit events and places within our community. Today's guest is Brenna Ruth. We discuss her journey to becoming a healer and the services that she provides. As you are listening to this podcast, you may find that you are interested in learning more about the holistic resources within our community. For a full directory listing, please visit www.consciousmichiana. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram, and we have a newsletter. If you are a practitioner and want to become part of our growing community, please join the Michiana Holistic Hub which is a Facebook group. You may also subscribe to the Conscious Michiana website and add your bio and any upcoming events that you have. It's free. If you enjoy this podcast, please help us out by leaving us some stars in a review. This will help more than you may realize. In the podcast world, this goes a long way in helping others find us. And it's a free way to support. Are you interested in supporting our mission towards growing our wellness community? Please visit our donate page for the many ways that you can help. All right, let's get started. All right, everybody, today I am super excited to have Brenna Ruth here on Conscious Machiana's podcast. And we're going to talk about her journey and healing and the services that she provides and really get to know Brenna a bit better. And I'm so excited, Brenna, to be able to have you today. How are you? I'm doing so good. Thanks for having me. I've been looking forward to this for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's been really amazing to be able to I mean, we've been friends for a bit, you know, I don't, I don't remember when and how we first met. However, I believe it was like back in the day of the music village when they were music village first came around and you were doing photography. If I remember right, I think that's how we first met. And then we found that we had lots of similar friends. Like, you know, we shared a lot of friends and um, we just got to know each other because we were both sharing the, you know, in our, our healing circles, you know, the, the people in our paths. And we just had a lot of similar interests and I was just thinking about um, recently I came across an old Facebook memory of, of um, some divine playtime and you were going to be doing some, we're, we're having a divine play night and it was the first one and you were going to be doing some crystal, doing some crystal healing and I was going to be doing a shamanic journey and we we're just doing like a collaboration of getting together to connect with the divine through play, which I absolutely love. It is my favorite thing. And um, just kind of looking back, and that was from 2016. And so looking back at just how far you have come over over that time frame, it's just been fabulous witnessing your transformation and growth over the years. And to see the programs that you have and the services that you offer. And I'm just really excited to dig into that. So can we just start by, um, if you can just kind of share with us your story and how you got to be where you are now? Well, I, when I'm thinking about this, I was thinking, I'm going to take you back to where I first got introduced to holistic health and healing, which was when I was about 28 years old. 
And it fell into my world as most people, when they get to a stage of life where they're really looking for a deeper connection to themselves, to finding more meaning. Um, even sometimes when you have like a rock bottom moment, this sort of stuff crosses your path, you know, how things divinely get lined up. So that was about 28 years old for me. And once I opened the door to holistic health and meditation and shamanism and all things metaphysical, I just couldn't get enough. So I took the first few years of my journey to really um, get centered in it and learn. I'm a huge learner. So I did a lot of that in the beginning and just felt it, learned it, um, breathed it in and discovered what I really resonated deeply with. And then it was about two years after that was when um, Healers Haven, my business actually started to be birthed. And like you mentioned, I was a photographer professionally for 13 years, had no intention on ever becoming a holistic health practitioner. Um, it just found me. It was beautiful. So it's been uh, a few years since I've had the actual physical location open. But um, what I've found is that it keeps changing and growing as I change and grow. So my practice has really been this journey of a beautiful dance of getting to know myself and healing and then using that as a catalyst to how I offer my services out to the public and to clients. So I love that. And, um, you know, as soon as you say age 28, you know, the astrologer in me immediately goes to, oh, Saturn return. That is the time that we like get to get rebirth through it, go through those dark nights, whatever it is, that transformation in a big way that happens at our Saturn return. So, um, and it sounds like Healer's Haven came once you're on the other side of your return, because it usually takes, you know, a little while to get to the yes. other side, because Saturn yes. moves a little slow. Um, so that's, you know, what a great Saturn story. I love that. I yeah. absolutely love that. And, you know, is it okay to uh, share your sun sign? Of course. Yeah, I'm a Sagittarius yeah. sun sign. Yeah. So when you speak about um, being a learning, right? How, how much you love to learn, always being on that learning path is such a Sagittarius thing. Yeah. It's, yes. you know, constant learning. Yes. And truth teller. I absolutely love that. It's awesome. awesome. Almost to a default, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So just kind of going back to um, Healer's Haven. So was there anything specific that was going on that you said, hey, let's let's start the store or let's start the business? Or, um, you know, I know you don't have the storefront any longer, but that, that path of being a business owner, like what had shifted enough within you that you said, wow, I, I'm, I'm going to be courageously bold enough to like go out there and put and be a business owner? Well, it's actually a little different of a start that way. For me, it was, um, I've been getting visions and dreams, like big signs that um, I was being communicated this, this entity that wanted to be birthed through me. And so it was something that I'd shared with a couple people, the idea of um, having a location where I could teach out of and do sessions out of and share my love for metaphysical products out of and all of that stuff. Um, but it wasn't until I met with a psychic medium, actually, and I had lost um, my mother-in-law just a few months before this moment. So she was on the other side and she came through this, this gentleman and uh, told me, and she had no idea I had any of these visions or thoughts, um, but she told me I needed to do my shop. And so it was right at that moment that I didn't question it. Um, I just 
I, I, I knew the rapport I had with her and that she would not steer me wrong. So a lot of it was actually trusting and faith-based based on a connection to somebody um, that came through. And I witnessed everything fall into place in this way that I'd never seen such magical alignment in my life. I hadn't done a lot of manifestation work up to that point or even really, uh, you know, even studying business or anything, but everything just came. It just came as I needed the next step. It came and fell right into my lap. And it was a beautiful uh, journey of learning to trust myself, of not allowing fear to be the one in the front seat. You know, it, it showed up and I used it as a catalyst to really be brave through that. But it was uh, about a two and a half month journey and the doors opened. It was really crazy. <laughs> Even the location got brought to me by somebody I'd only met once before. And she called me uh, when I was working at a different location somewhere. And she said, Brenna, I don't know what this means to you, but I went to this place to think about renting it for my Reiki business. And I thought about you the entire time I was there. And it was really crazy because when she called me, she ended up coming up to where I was working that day and sat and talked to me, showed me pictures of the location that the shop actually ended up being at. And three days before that, I had put in a phone number in my phone for a storefront on McKinley because I was doing the shopping around of what's the overhead of a, a actual location. What am I looking at? And uh, the number I put in my phone was the same phone number of the landlord of the place that she was showing me. And so I just right then, I mean, it just you couldn't deny it. So I met with the landlord, uh, signed the lease. And yeah, we opened the, the doors about three months after the vision really started being birthed. It's pretty wow. cool. I, you know, and that just brings me back to divine timing. Um, you know, I, I love, I, I've got this, um, it, just the, the image of how the, the universe works. To me, it's, it's almost like, you know, the Hansel and Gretel story of like, you know, the breadcrumbs, you know, like following the, the trail, right? So, yes. so I, I love how the universe works with divine timing. And it's just so fun and fatna. Fat, uh, fascinating for me to witness just to be able to say, okay, here is my intention. This is what I want to do. And I'm going to move forward. And then all of a sudden you see the breadcrumb of, and here's the next stop. And then you pick it up and you're like, okay, and this is what I need to do. And then you follow it a little bit further because it requires action with intention. And then it's like, and then the next step. So I, I love your story and the organic way of being able to truly trust without fear, because we can't have fear and trust at the same time. It doesn't work that way. So to be able to fully embrace the vision with courage and to be able to say, okay, this is my intention. This is what I'm going to do. Let me do the research and the steps to get there. And then to be able to check and see, okay, and here's where I need to go. And there's where I need to go. And all of the divine timing that got you to your location. And it was a fabulous location. I absolutely loved it. It was great. I loved it. It was like a little hobbit hole. You know, you entered into yeah. a whole different world when you walked through the front door. It was beautiful. Yeah. And I was really impressed with the products that you uh, created. Um, you did some some candles and you had some crystal things like some crystal grids and some other really unique things. Are you still making any of those products to I be do. able to sell? Uh -huh. I do. I don't focus on it as much. It's more of my creative outlet when I need that art therapy, which is something that I resonate so much with is creation energy and making things. So I still do. Um, but it's not as much of a focal point as it was when I had the storefront open. Mm -hmm. Sure. That makes sense. That makes sense for sure. All right. So 
now at this point, so the, the shop is like you'd said, it's been closed down for a few years now. And so you've, from what I could see, you've transitioned to being able to do healing sessions and some other services. So um, can you talk about how you transitioned into the services that you offer and what those services are? So when I had the shop open, I actually did Reiki out of the back room there. Um, so I've been dabbling with energy work for since the beginning, pretty much, especially uh, crystal therapy. And throughout the years, I went and uh, became a Reiki master and got certified in a few other areas as well. I love the full spectrum healing. It's not a, a one size fits all. It's you can't just do one thing and not the other. You have to connect all the bodies. And so Throughout the last few years, I've gotten trained and certified in some uh, more of the uh, nervous system response and working with mindset and reprogramming the body and the mind, um, along with the energy work and uh, things like that. So what I've done is worked out of my home for the last few years, really seeing clients one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I did have a studio space with another practitioner for a few months, which was beautiful. And I've considered actually getting a space outside of my home again. Um, but again, divine timing when it aligns, you know, I'm a, a full-time mama too. So I have to find that fine balance there. But the sessions I offer currently are energy work. And then I also offer uh, sessions that are more around either like releasing and um, having like breakthrough sessions or empowering uh, goals and mindsets and things like that. So I kind of cater to where everybody is at individually. And so based on where they're at on their healing journey or what they're wanting to really cultivate in their life, I have a session that can pretty much um, help with that sort of um, energy in their life. And then I'm looking um, down the road to, to adding other layers to my practice. So there's definitely some stuff in the, in the forecast too. But for the most part, what I do is just see people one-on-one -on -one and even do a little bit of coaching too. It's having the right guidance, people to kind of, um, to show you the way. And we're all our own healers too. So that's the other thing that I really promote within my practice is I'm going to show you the way and teach you how to do this in your own life. So it's one of those things that's a super empowering thing for them to embrace their healing journey more and not seek so much outside of themselves. So. Mm -hmm. I love that. And uh, I mean, we all have our divine inner healer within yeah. in our heart that speaks to us and so much of the path is clearing out the layers of all of the things that muffles that voice and once we can clear out enough that we can hear it and we can recognize what that voice sounds like it's so much easier than to be able to really tap into what is true for me and recognizing my heart, inner wisdom versus my mind logic getting in the way. Um, and it took me a long time to, to recognize the difference for sure. Um, and it's so important for so many to be able to, I mean, I feel like we all just need to be able to connect into that, to really be able to live authentically. And I love that you offer you know, the services to be able to help people do that, because, you know, it's all about listening to our divine inner guidance system. And once we can tap there, it's, it's just so empowering to be able to say, this is true for me. And I don't have to explain it to anybody. And this is what I need to do for myself, because that's what's right for me in this time. Most definitely. It's a return to love. 
You know, that's the way I really view it is it's a return to deeper love for self and therefore deeper love for others. Because when you're in a space where you truly love yourself and are compassionate towards yourself, you can hold that for other people. Um, I, when you get introduced to spirituality and holistic healing, I don't know if anybody else will resonate with this statement, but you get so caught up in the euphoria and this like connection and all these things that we forget. Sometimes we, we still have the physical vehicle. We get so excited about communicating with the spirit realm or whatever else that people dabble in once they start their journey. And I, it took me a while to remember to come back to the physical and do the release work here too, to check in and, and talk to my body and, and ask it, what was it needing from me? And where was I holding on to things that were wanting to be healed? Because it is a, a delayering process. Um, so a lot of my passion in the last couple of years actually has gone towards more um, trauma-based um, healing services where we can talk to the body and, and talk to past experiences and really do the work there. It's been a beautiful thing seeing that come in. Mm -hmm. And everybody, everybody needs trauma work. I mean, yeah. you know, like the birth experience is literally a traumatic experience. Yes, <laughs> yes and it doesn't go well for everybody. <laughs> right, uh. right, exactly. So, and then, you know, there's all of the life that happens from that point forward. And, you know, some of us get, you know, a deeper bang and a harder bang than others. And there's no judgment one way or the other. We all have our, our healing through tra trauma that we need to do. And it's really being able to see how it inhibits us in various ways. And if it's, if it, and trauma is just such a beautiful thing because it really shows us where, where we need to grow um, and what we can work through. And to be at, because once we're on the other side of it, just to be able to witness how far we come, it's, um, you know, I kind of think of it in the terms of like, you know, being a warrior, a, a spiritual warrior, being able to really fight through that inner battle of what is getting in our way so that we can fully embrace who we are. And, you know, and life is, you know, we, we get trauma all the time, whether it's from the media or, you know, things that are being said about us or, you know, just you know, what somebody says or does to us. I mean, there's just so many levels of it all the time that we're having to continually battle and the more resources that we have of how to deal with that trauma and, and being able to breathe through it and find the physical way of going through it somatically and being able to work with that is just so profound. So I'm so happy that you work with trauma the way that you do because we all need it. We, we all do, do. especially mm -hmm. as children, you know, if you aren't given the resources you needed at the time to endure things that were happening in your home or around you, which was my situation, you know, I learned in a, a, a yoga training I did that was trauma-informed uh, yoga for youth. I'm very passionate about helping kids and I learned acute trauma and shock trauma. And it's amazing how many people brush off their trauma. And they compare it. And so for me, it was that was the deepest part of my own healing journey was allowing myself to see a lot of these things through my own eyes, especially for an empathetic little child. You tend to see it from your siblings point of view or your parents or whoever else is involved as well. So and it's not trauma comparing either. I think that's what a lot of us do. Well, so and so has it worse than me. So my situation isn't that bad. And we really belittle it to a place where you can't even see it. And, but it doesn't go away. That's the one thing that I've learned. So coming out of the other side of doing some of the deepest, I'm still in the middle of a, a very deep transition in my own world. 
and just coming out the other side of it, it's also setting the time for our healing to take place. We live in such a fast paced world that it, we have to set the time aside. I took off a whole month when I started doing therapy recently, because I said to myself, I don't want to sell myself short. I need to give me, me. And it was the best thing I did. So it's learning to stop being distracted too. You know, we're always, if you're in a state of distraction all the time and, and not being able to sit with yourself, that's probably one of the biggest cues that there's something beneath the surface. So it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, journey once you start it, but you have to be willing to tap into it for sure. Mm-hmm. Setting the intention and doing it. So, you know, for myself, I um I mean, like I literally have a timer on my, on my, on my, on my phone to be able to, you know, it's, it's, it's inner child playtime, like every single day, just to be able to give myself a space. Now it's up to me, of course, to say, okay, I'm going to, you know, choose to do something else, or I'm going to delay this for an hour or two, or I'm going to honor myself and do this. And so with the distractions you're right. I mean, it gets in such a way of being able to um, keep us from honoring what what our our inner child or wisdom is wanting to be able to do, and and we just don't even recognize it. I mean, you know, with social media, everything, and just like you said, so many distractions hitting us from every single way, and it's it's funny because once we begin to honor, I'm going to separate this time and space to really give it to myself because I really need it, whether it's a 15 minute spot because I'm just so busy and I just need to have it or more or whatever it is. It's so funny just to be able to see how the universe will say, bing, 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 bing. Let's, let's see how serious you are about being able to take care of that. We're going to like really send you some distractions to see, are you really going to honor yourself? Are you really going to stick to that intention and what it is that you want? It's just really hilarious in my own practice to be able to witness how that happens and to be able to say, okay, nope, 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 you know, turning it all off. I'm going to go someplace where I will be uninterrupted and I'm going to give myself the space because I really need it. Yeah. And it's just so easy to just allow the distractions to come in. And I really truly believe that that's, you know, that plus the mental fight. And that is the mental fight in my mind of being able to, you know, fight all of the distractions to be able to get to a point of centeredness and listening to what is our heart's desire and honoring that to move forward in that space. I mean, that in itself is just such a huge practice just to get there. Most definitely. Well, you have to learn the art of boundaries too, because as you start to do this work, you have to have boundaries on your time and boundaries on your energy, you know? So I saw a lot of my inner child archetypes as I've done this healing, be activated and having to learn, don't be the yes person, Brenna don't be the rescuer. You know, you, you have these qualities and stuff, but don't feel like that's your default. You have to go into it. And especially if it comes from a place of self-sacrifice, if I have to sacrifice myself for this to take place and it's not even sometimes even reciprocated in a lot of relationships too. So I started learning the boundaries before I was actually setting the tone for my own deeper healing. That was what I was being asked to do. I should say by my, you know, my guides. And they were like, you, you've got to set the boundaries first so that you can actually dive into this. Because if not, I was always being pulled away. 
you know, whether it's by my kids or feeling guilty for needing mommy needs alone time. You know, there's a lot of the mental mindset that goes along with it's okay for me to give this to myself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. And so well said. Yeah, Thanks. perfect. 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 So, all right. So let's give an idea, if you can give an idea of what to expect. So like in an appointment. So I, I contact you online. I, I, I say, oh, there's three options. I'm going to choose option A, B, or C. Um, and I set that appointment with you. Can you just kind of walk me through like what to expect? Well, depending on what type of session out of the three, um, I do a lot more energy healing sessions than I do the other two. Um, So I see people both in person and virtually. So I do distance energy work as well. Um, And so if it's done in the setting on a distance uh, session or done a virtual session, we meet via Zoom. And we just kind of connect for the first couple minutes. And then we go into the energy work side of it. Um, And it's an hour long. So what happens is is that the person would treat it just like they would a regular session in person uh, where they lay down and they get into a relaxation place. Um, And I do the energy work plus channeling. A lot of channeling happens during my sessions. And so what I'll do is I'll dialogue afterwards. The energy work is is done with Reiki energy is the majority of what I use um, and some crystal therapy. And then once we're done with the actual 60 minutes of energy work, we reconnect to dialogue what came through. And sometimes it's energy I'm picking up on. Sometimes it's uh, like just little things for them to think about or pay attention to. Um, It's a beautiful thing to see the way that information comes through for each person individually. So that's the majority of the the virtual session. If you meet me um, in person for an energy work session, it's a beautiful fusion of a little bit of talk therapy, you know, just dialoguing, getting to to know each other. Uh, A lot of people, I'd like to have them fill me in on where they're at. And as they're talking to me, I really listen. And I listen to not even just the words that are being said. I, I read between the lines a little bit, if that makes sense. And just kind of pick up on what needs to be shifted that day. Um, And then once we go into the energy work side, I have made a fusion in my sessions where I use aromatherapy, sound therapy uh, with singing bowls and tuning forks. Um, I use the art of smudging, which I love to smudge with many different um, forms of herbs and plants. And then you do get a, a full crystal layout. So I love to do grid work with stones. And that's part of what I do in my sessions with clients in person is I do a lot of crystal grid work on them for deeper healing, working with their chakras and whatnot. And then 60 minutes of uh, hands-on Reiki comes with that as well. So it's about a 90-minute session of just energy work and um, frequency healing of different sorts, per se. And then when we get done, same sort of thing. I uh, walk them back through really getting grounded um, from the session and drinking plenty of water before they leave, because that's one thing I definitely promote, definitely drinking lots of water. And then we talk and I just dialogue what came through. Um, same sort of thing. It's, it's amazing to see the transformation from start to finish. And what I usually notice in people is their eyes. They look so different. The eyes are the windows to the soul. And it's just, they're just so much more connected and present and here. Very, very grounded. Um, And just to see the light. Sometimes there's just this light that goes on when they uh, get off that table. It's beautiful. I love it. So, and then the other two types of sessions that I do are done virtually as well via Zoom. And really that is a 
a fusion of uh, mindset and belief work and a little bit of like channeling again. And I use cards. I love to pull cards for people in those types of sessions. And we really just work with where they're at, what their goals are um, for their the next few steps of their journey. And again, some channeling of information that comes through intuitively. Um, and then we set up a, a game plan. That's the thing I like to leave people with when it comes to those types of sessions is a game plan to move forward with. It's uh, more than just a one and done type thing. So the action steps, I kind of help people uh, lay those out to, to be able to work deeper and towards their goals more too. Thank you. So just, just to clarify, you have the energy healing session, which you went into quite a bit. Then there's the breakthrough session and empowerment session. So can you just, and you spoke a little bit about one of those, would that be the empowerment session that you just mentioned? Yep. Okay. Yes, that's the empowerment session. And that one's more so like if somebody is really wanting to um, anchor in a new way of being or manifest something into their life, um, that's what those sessions are geared around holding space for and with all the modalities that we use during it. The third type of session that I do is a breakthrough session. And that's where we go more into the subconscious mind, into the programming um, of what is blocking somebody. So if there's something that they're working towards, but they just can't seem to break through this blockage that they have, whether it's a, a mental blockage or if it's emotional blockage. Um, and sometimes even it, it's a combination of a few things. And so I always recommend that if you're feeling stuck in the mud, basically the breakthrough session is a perfect thing to, um, to have done just because it gives you a little more clarity as to what's causing the stuckness, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So if somebody's not quite sure which place to start, they can just simply send you a message and say, this is where I'm at. What do you suggest as far as a starting place? Would that be correct? Yes, most definitely. And I generally will always recommend start with an energy work session first. Um, get grounded, get in your body, get your energy aligned. Um, I feel like a lot of times that is such a powerful uh, forward movement for somebody that that alone is a huge catalyst. Uh, a lot of the feedback I get from people are just it's the synchronicities that start to fall into place, things that they're able to do. Um, our energy plays a lot into things like that. So that's generally where I would tell somebody to start is, is come for one of those types of sessions. And then from there, um, we can forecast what would be the next step. I love that. Perfect. And so your website is brennaruth.com, correct? Yes. Yeah. And is that the best place for people to reach you? If they want to book a session, yes. If they want to even set up a like a discovery call, they could email um, or reach me through social media as well. But you can directly email or call me through my website. So I always generally tend to um, just have send people there. Perfect. And is it appropriate to mention you've got like a Facebook live group thing that you do? Is that appropriate to mention here? Yeah. 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 So talk about that. So we've got a private group on Facebook. It's called Self Healers Haven. And it's a, a little home that I created space for all of us to, um, to meet in. And I go live weekly on Mondays and just kind of go with what's currently going on. And I share a lot of my own personal experience and the wisdom I've learned through it. Um, with people. We talk about the moon in there and the phases of it and what it's doing. Um, it's a nice little hub. And then it's also where if I've got upcoming events and stuff, I do share them through there. Um, we're getting ready to put on some classes here starting in June. So I'm excited about that. So those will be advertised through there. And it's also a space where we share uh, just information of what's going on energy wise, even outside of the moon phases. So people can kind of see what's going on. They don't feel so crazy sometimes when there's cosmic events happening. So it's a good space. 
I've, I've heard some really great things with it. And I love to be able to see your, your Facebook lives that pop through each week. And, you know, Thank it's, you. it's, it's great to just see your light shining up and it always puts a smile on my face whenever I Thank see you. them. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. So yeah, so is it, um, are you ready to talk about the classes and events that you have coming up in June? The two that I've got scheduled are ready. One of them is actually a crystal grid making class. And I'm going to be doing that at the Cosmic Connection Center on June 18th. It's a Saturday at 6 p.m. And then I do have another class that's for a private group that somebody's hiring uh, me to teach for them. It's all about chakras and essential oils and how you can use the oils for the chakra work. Um, and then the other ones that I'm going to be doing are going to be all about different forms of EFT and tapping. Um, I'm a big, big practitioner of EFT and really working with the nervous system. So those are going to be some of the up and coming ones. And then after that, we'll see where we go. Just yeah. know, little by little. Well, I, I love the what you have going on. I mean, all, all of those are fabulous. And so what I just heard is you do private group sessions and training so if anybody's interested in in being able to have some sort of private thing going on it sounds yes. like you are open to that also yes. I love to teach I love to teach I mean, and it's really um trying to funnel it into what umbrella it falls under so if somebody's wanting to learn about chakras in general I definitely would work with them one-on-one -on -one, but we could also have like a private group um, thing like I'm, I got hired for this one that's coming up where the woman wanted to teach her people and she uh, reached out to me and asked if I would be willing to come and teach a class for her. So I'm excited. That is exciting. That it is, is exciting. And all of those things I, I love. I mean, crystal grid work is so powerful and I love using plants um, and plant essences with my work as well. And it's just so amazing. The emotional quality um, that how and how they work, um, especially through the chakras and such. So um, yeah, I just, I love, I love all of the things that you do. So, so Brenna, the best way that I'm hearing to connect with you is either through social media, predominantly through your website, BrennaRuth.com. I will put your contact information in the show notes for people to be able to find you as well so that they can connect with you and, um, you know, however their, their heart is speaking to be able to connect with you. And also, I just wanted to let everybody know when you do go to Brenna's website, she has this fabulous introduction video that she really speaks about her journey and um, what she offers. And it's just a great way to be able to get a sense of, of what she does in addition to this podcast. So I thought that that was really well done. And I hope that Thank everybody you. takes a look at that as well. So before I get into the rapid fire questions, is there anything that you want to mention that we have not? I don't believe so. We covered it all. Awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So rapid fire questions. What do you love the most about being a holistic practitioner? Seeing somebody's lights go on. I think that it's somebody's growth, seeing their, um, this moment of them really anchoring into their healing and seeing them, them come to life. When they first meet with me, I've, I've noticed a lot of my clients when they first meet with me, um, they're new to energy work, they're new to this world. And so I have a lot of those newbies that come through. And as I see their growth start to take place, it just, it warms my heart because I know what it did for me in my life. And so to see somebody else having that sort of experience, it just, it's a soul fulfilling feeling. Word. 
(laughs) (laughs) All right. Question number two. What are three words to describe how people feel when they leave after experiencing a session with you? Grounded, safe, and seen. Mm. That's wonderful. And lastly, if someone were lacking confidence or uncomfortable with reaching out to you for the very first time, what advice would you have to uh, set their mind at ease? Just do it. There's a reason you feel it. And when you're ready for the next step in your life, for the next layer um, to unfold, you'll feel things and it's learning to trust that. And sometimes fear keeps you comfy. So just know that if, when you do, you'll, it's, it's definitely, uh, it's worth becoming uncomfortable. It's where you grow. Isn't that the truth? Uncomfortableness is where we grow. And uh, I, I love what you just said. Fear, fear makes you comfy. <laughs> It does. It tries to, you know, it absolutely does. And we don't think about it usually like that. The the comfortableness in fear. Um, So I, I love that. So fear makes you comfy. And how do we break through that uncomfortableness so that we can to the uncomfortableness so that we can grow? Um, Beautiful. Well, so well said. Brenna, this has been fabulous. Thank you so much for spending the time with me today and sharing your story. I can't wait for everybody to hear about it. And um, thanks again. Thank you. This has been so fun. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. All right, everybody. That was so much fun. I really felt like that was a reconnection with an old friend we hadn't caught up in so long so it was just really a great conversation to have not only with her but to be able to share with all of you as well so keep going to conscious Michiana to take a look at the things check out some other podcasts if you have any questions about any events ahead or how to put your stuff up there, please just reach out. I'm happy to help in any way whatsoever. And uh, leave some feedback on this episode. Brennan, I would love to hear your thoughts. And you have a great rest of your night. Take care. Till next time.